Hello and welcome to Comic Book Junto. I'm Octavius A. Newman. I am the creator of Bear Fruit, and I am here with my co-host Adam Justice Tetris. Adam Justice Tetris is about to bring justice, justice. to this podcast. Uh huh. In this review, uh huh, of what movie, Octavius? Gods of Egypt. A movie about Africa. Yeah. Uh huh. That's full of white folk. I am so happy to be here <laughs> right now. I, I don't know how you feel, but this this feeling has been hanging over me since oh we we walked out of the theater mm. last Wednesday. Mm. Uh, the IMAX 3D theater in King of Prussia, be- gorgeous King of Prussia, Pennsylvania. Fantastic, uh, great place to vacation. Great stadium seats. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I've been I've been burdened by the feeling that I need to explain to my friends and loved ones why mm-hmm. I went to see Gods of Egypt. Because you've been getting some flack. You've been I, getting a little bit of a uh-huh. little bit of a. Words have been exchanged. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, I got a little I, heat flying your way. I think I. I think I. I. I took off my 3D glasses, and then yeah. I also needed to take off my imaginary backpack and mm. unpack a few of my privileges mm-hmm. in order to get through this experience. <laughs> right. And I've waited too long. You and I both have waited too long. Yeah. To have this conversation about gods, of, uh, gods of Egypt. Uh, which is the part where I think we should explain that this is a comic book junto one shot. One shot. And a one shot is, for those who have not caught up with the rest of our shows, right? a one shot is an episode in which Octavius and I step out of the continuity of geek news and our comics and our, our pool list. And, and characters fighting each other. Characters fighting each other. Octavius and I fighting each other. And uh, <laughs> right. and we usually, so far, we, we review a film, a mm-hmm. movie. And usually when we review a film, it is a pleasant experience. It doesn't feel right to call this a film. What is it? Adam? Like film sounds prestigious. Okay, it feels like you're giving it. So we're giving away, we're, we're already giving away some of our thoughts <laughs> and Spoilers. our feelings about this. Listen, if you've been listening to Comic Book Junto up to this point, you already know a little bit about how I feel about Gods of Egypt and a little bit about how Adam feels about Gods of Egypt. But There's been buildup. There, there yeah. has been hype. Yeah. Anti-hype. Yeah. <laughs> but before we actually get into it, let's talk about spoilers. Yeah. So if you are one of the few people who have seen Gods of Egypt. <laughs> if you're one of the few brave souls who have gone to the movie theater and paid your monies mm-hmm. and come out unscathed on the other side, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we're about to talk about what you saw. But if you haven't seen it, we're going to spoil it for you. That's absolutely correct. All bets about to be off right now. Yeah, we're going to enter into a territory in which Octavius and I discuss the film and try to analyze Mm. it. Uh, And that's going to include a lot of plot elements and details that if you're excited for this flick, maybe you don't want to hear about yet. Maybe you want to go through this by yourself. Mm. Maybe you don't need... Our, our, our helpful hands. You don't need us to hold your hand. You don't need our guidance. You're brave enough um, to look that IMAX theater right in the eye. Right in the eye. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. In its, in its crystal Egypt eyes. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. like, like Horus. <laughs> right. Uh, here's the deal. And I'm, I'm not going to say this about most movies, but if you haven't seen Gods of Egypt yet, in spite of the fact that we're going to get into spoiler territory, I want to go ahead and say this. You should listen to this show. Right now, before you pl- 
clap down that cash. You want them to listen to this show? What before? I'm saying, I'm just they go see the movie. I'm controversial opinion. I was about to say this controversial is controversial opinion. This is against the rules. Before you reach for your wallet, before you 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 hop into Fandango, okay. Before you say, "Hey, hun, I got a movie for us to see. Mm. You're gonna love it." It's 3D IMAX and uh, beautiful king of pressure. Uh, don't, don't. Before you sell it. <laughs> right. I think you should take some time to listen to Octavius and my journey. Just spend some time with us. Yeah. And I'm not going to say that again. Uh, I probably won't say that again for any other film. I just want that to Unless be Unless these the way. guys make Gods of Egypt too. The- <laughs> these cats make oh. Gods of Egypt too. Man, more gods of Egypt. We found more. Yeah. We thought we had them all the first time, but it turns out they were more. Can we revisit for a second that I I am legitimately receiving flack for seeing this movie? Talk about it. Uh, My Facebook page was populated with photos of Octavius and I see in the flick Mm. because both of us were uh, (laughs) in that joint. We 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 were definitely in that joint. And... We wanted to post evidence of it. We like to record the things that we're doing. Yeah. Document our odyssey yes. through geek culture. Yeah, yeah. Share it with, with all of you, with all of our friends. And, uh, and I get out of the theater to many comments on photos of us waiting in line to see Gods of Egypt. And there's a lot of anger. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of confusion. Right. There are a lot of my friends saying, why, why, why would you do this, Adam? Why I did thought, you do that? I thought... Differently of you. I didn't, yeah, I didn't <laughs> expect this of you. Right. And I, understandably, there are a lot of people who are very upset about Gods of Egypt and it being a whitewashed cast. Oh, yeah. And to- if, and if you are unaware of this, the large majority of the characters, the speaking roles, the main characters in this movie were white people. Oh, were yeah. Pale, you know, the, the whitest. Yeah. Um, now, were made there, of ivory. Were there black and brown people in the movie? Yes, there were. Uh huh. Yes, there were. But the large majority of of the main roles were white people. And we will get into this in greater detail. And the movie was in Egypt. And the movie was in Egypt. So I supposedly you know, Octavius and I are are cackling to ourselves as we're walking into the theater and tweeting, hey, we're about to go and see a movie about Africa. <laughs> right. And we're going to see Gods of Egypt. Uh, my white, friends... White Gods of Egypt. White Gods of Egypt. Uh, my friends, n- not so entertained. And that is why I am... This is cathartic. This this moment that you and I are sharing right now, Ak, this is important. I, I've been meaning to get this off my chest, mm-hmm. off my ledger, so I can clear my name. Right. Within my group of friends. Because people think that you're a different type of dude now, huh? I'm losing followers left and right. Whoa. That's not true. <laughs> I hope that's not true. But well, I don't know that for a fact. Well, we'll find out. How do we normally start the one shot? The, the, I, what uh, do we do for Deadpool? Gut reactions. Gut reaction. Okay, let's start with you. I, 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 let's, let's start with you. Mm-hmm. Gut reactions, walking out of Gods of Egypt, IMAX 3D experience, a movie about Africa. <laughs> gut reaction, go. That was trash. <laughs> that was freaking trash. That was trash on so many levels. Do I, do I keep going or do I stop at, the, that, at that sense? Do you want more from me, Adam, or do I stop? I mean, what else? What that else? John was trash. What else? What else? 
And it was raining like a drone outside when we left. Oh, my God. <laughs> it, 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 yeah, you know what? And, like, raining like a drone outside is appropriate because all, this was just a stupid night. Oh. This was a stupid night. So, yeah, it was raining. This, you know what? Damn that man for saying raining like a John and bringing that into my world. Oh, yeah, man. It was, I, 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 I said on Snapchat, you know, I was sitting in line. I was sitting in the, the seats with Adam, and I was like, I have an attitude. I do. That's right. You did say I, that. I, I already have an attitude. Yeah. I'm ready to not like this movie. <laughs> I am ready to not like this movie. And I was like, but you know what? I'm going to sit here, I'm going to watch this movie, and I'm going to let them tell me the story they mm-hmm. want to tell me. That's I'm right. I'm going to see what the story was. Yeah. And I was expecting for it to be like, yeah, they whitewashed the cash, mm-hmm. but it was all right. Mm-hmm. I was surprised by how terrible the movie was. Yeah, that's It a good wasn't word. just the fact that, oh, they whitewashed everybody. It was really, really bad. Yeah, it wasn't good. I le- like. Did we talk about this last episode? Uh, I legitimately looked at Adam and I was like, "Yo, I could, I could leave." <laughs> Do right. you want to leave? That's right. That's Do right. Do you want to go? Uh, but uh, maybe halfway because we don't have the, to sit here through this. halfway through the flick. Octavius is like, "Yo, what's going on? Like, what is? Ha- I, and neither of us what could is even the happening." Question. Yeah, and then uh, we. Uh, it, it, it was. It, I felt as if. You were saying, if you say yes to us leaving this movie, then both of us are going to leave this that's exa- movie. That's what I was saying. Right? And I felt that, I, I felt seduced by how easy our life would be <laughs> yeah. if both of us would leave right now. Yeah. Right? And then I thought, that's not, that, that is not the burden that we bear, mm. Octavius. Yeah, we don't really have that we, we We sit down, we persevere. So we can collect our thoughts and we can deliver this to the good people who are about to see it at IMAX 3D in, in gorgeous, beautiful, wonderful paradise, King of Prussia, Pennsylvania. Or elsewhere. Or wherever. Elseworlds. Yeah, yeah, elseworlds. Earth 2 or whatever. Other universes. Right. Uh, Other universes where Egypt has brown people in it. Woo! Tell me about that. <laughs> uh, my my yeah, thought going into this movie, you said you you already knew that you had an attitude. Yeah, and I, and that's why I was honest with myself and like, there's a difference between hmm, let's go see what, and and no, I have an attitude. Like, yeah, I have an attitude problem. Well, like, I appreciate I'm, I'm that you said that. Frustrated. I'm already mad. I'm already angry. I'm already pissed off. Yeah. I'm already annoyed. I'm not gonna act like I'm not bringing baggage into this. I am. Uh-huh. But the movie crashed through like the Kool-Aid man all of those feelings <laughs> and delivered something that earned a legitimate yo this sucks <laughs> i can honestly say it wasn't like oh it was good but i'm not going to say it's good okay i'm i'm entering into this situation thinking I know it's going to suck. I know it's going to suck. Based on the previews, based mm-hmm. on everything that I've seen, mm-hmm. this is not going to be a movie that I recommend other people see. Right. Unless, unless it is so bad that it eclipses itself mm-hmm. and it's a thing that must be witnessed to believed. Right. You know, to be believed. Right. I, I thought maybe there is an opportunity where this film is so whack that it must be witnessed. Did it get there for you? No. Okay. And that's where it really fails because let's return to my favorite movie of 2015 for just a moment. Here we go with this. Uh, the brilliant performance of Eddie Redmayne. Mm. Yeah. In Jupiter Ascending. <laughs> 
Jupiter no. ascending. No. Jupiter ascending. <laughs> no. I'm going on record right now. Okay? You've been on record many times. I'm going on record right now. I'm going to say something that I don't normally say. I'm going to admit this. Jupiter ascending was so whack oh. that it evolved into something even more whack. And by the end of the experience, I thought, I have never seen anything quite as bad as that. I will never forget this experience. Right. Other people need to see this. Other people need to experience what you experienced. Yeah. And okay. I and I'm I'm not being ironic when I say this. I'm not being uh, cool and counterculture when I say this. I legitimately enjoyed my experience because of how terrible that movie is. That was a rarity. Hmm. That doesn't normally happen. Right. And now I I genuinely enjoyed that movie. And also, it was the best movie of all time. Eh. The, on the side. Eh. I thought maybe this movie could reach heights of Jupiter ascending. It could ascend mm-hmm. to Jupiter ascending. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, on those awful CG metal Egypt wings. Oh, goodness gracious. And it didn't. It failed oh. to do that. It, it didn't do... It did nothing. It was, oh. it was mind-boggling how boring and confusing... And poorly acted and awful looking the entire experience was. And we saw it on an IMAX screen. So there was no escaping that experience. You could not get away. Oh and they God. put IMAX glasses strapped to your head like you in Clockwork Orange. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got your, your eyelids are pulled open. There was a guy in the back. And if he saw you turn away, he would come. Eyes front. Yeah, right. I thought that was excessive, personally. Yeah. Um, so both of us were prepared to, to not like yeah. it. Yeah. Both of us, in, in fact, did not like it. Mm-hmm. I wonder if maybe you could do our listeners a service and surmise the plot of the movie. Without looking at anything, trying to go on memory, can you give me a very brief summary of what this movie was about? It was about... A white family that was dysfunctional. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. That's what it was about. Say that again. It was about a white dysfunctional family. Go on. Tell me more. That's what the movie is tell about. You got to tell me more. It's about. Like, can you even imagine what that movie poster would have said? <laughs> Gods of Egypt, a movie about a white dysfunctional family. What? Gods of Egypt. They ain't got no home training. <laughs> <laughs> like that's what it was about. It. Like I left the movie. I was like, this movie is about. Like brothers who are like pissed at each other, uh-huh. and it's about like passing down a heritage of hate, a heritage of dysfunction. Okay, it's about you know, really just like I hate you and passive aggression. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? It's about unmet expectations, feeling like you know I'm supposed to be something I'm not. And like trying to get father's approval and all. I mean, it's a it's about a dysfunctional white family. Do you have any? Uh, I bet you no one else is. You know what? You think has anybody else like actually nailed that? Like said that? I don't know. Because I, I really, I'm not. I'm not trying to be funny. Like, I haven't seen. I kinda, that, okay, no. I'm trying to be kind of trying to be funny. Sure, sure, bit. sure. But but, <laughs> but I'm serious. Yeah, I haven't seen that anywhere else. I haven't seen anybody say <laughs> this movie does not succeed. And also, it is about a dysfunctional white family. That's what it's about. I'm curious. Do you have any reference point for the actual documented Egyptian mythology of Horus and Set? Oh, no. I can't really. Neither do I. I can't really, like, speak on the authenticity of 
like the characters. Yeah. I really don't know anything about it. So, so I, I thought, and, and, and I don't either. So neither of us were in the know. We wouldn't be able to say, that's not how the myth goes. Yeah. We also wouldn't be able to say, okay, they got the myth for the most part. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure they didn't. Pretty sure they did not get that down. Well, I don't know. But I don't know. Yeah. I thought, silver lining, maybe someone watches this and thinks, yo, Egypt looks cool. I want to learn more about that. <laughs> but then I thought, God forbid someone's first foray into Egyptian mythology is this burning pile of garbage, mm. this unattractive uh, metal bird with no eyeballs. <sighs> Can we, Okay. Let's talk about the cast. Well, for a second. you tell me. Okay, so your like, what's your? I, mine is dysfunctional white dysfunctional family. white family. Yours, <laughs> God, your I summation of the movie. Okay, my 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 summary of the movie. Gods of Egypt is about a boring kid who is a thief and somehow gets tangled up in. The gods' business. What the does God, this clown have to do with anything? The anyway? gods and the humans are different in that. Gods, why does everybody sound like they're from the UK? Everybody had a a, a, a a British accent for the most part. I promised that I would take care of you. Uh huh. I promised that you'd wear a new dress every day. It, yeah, straight and up. Now, straight I up. Can't steals follow a dress. with what I wanted. Okay, so this kid what? who I I, I, I didn't even know his here. name until maybe fifty percent of the movie was over. I did not know his name. His name is Beck. He's a very huh? wait a minute. Beck. When, main <laughs> character's name is Beck. When did that happen? I'm looking at IMDb, and this kid's oh, name is Beck. Goodness gracious. Uh huh. So he's a loser, baby. We're doing this for you, Internet. Just want you to know. This, this is for you. This kid is a thief. And somehow he gets mixed up in the business of the gods in that there's a ceremony taking place. Mm-hmm. The Egyptian gods are different from the humans in that they are, A, very tall, like 10 feet tall. Right. And the humans are not. Mm-hmm. B, have gold blood. Huh? They bleed gold. For what? Don't know. That didn't even look cool. No, it looked rough it looked like remember when you used to have those markers when you were in school that used to like draw and it would just bleed draw gold that's what it looked like it looked like a like the milk pens those yeah. milky ink yeah, pens. yeah 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 it looked like that it looked like somebody broke a pen mm-hmm. exactly um they can transform into uh, creatures uh birds for the most part we saw a lot of metal birds you you will hear us talk about metal birds. Unfortunately, all of these Egyptians were turning into robot birds, transform birds. <laughs> exactly. He's like, "Yo, I'm Horus." Also, Starscream. Right. That would have been cool. Eh. I, if he turned into a we're jet, taking one not so he good in franchise. You're telling and me smashing it together you're with a telling horrible me franchise. If at some point in time Gerard Butler turned into a jet, like an actual straight up modern jet, Optimus you, Prime comes out. You, you would not done. be impressed by that. It's over for you. That like he comes over and like destroys him and slashes him in pieces. <laughs> yes, show me that movie. Bring Optimus in. This movie is terrible. You're finished. Roll out. Like, I'm cool with that. <laughs> it's time for me to take the throne, brother. He turns into a truck. Be like, what? <laughs> Yo, what? now we're making a movie. Why aren't they paying us? Okay. Hey, comic book Junto needs to get paid to make movies. Yeah. We'll come fix your movie. Uh, comic book Junto, we will fix your movie <laughs> by turning every character into, into a truck. Right. Yeah. 
Uh, okay, so look, I, I I haven't even gotten to the crux of the movie. The gods are doing some ceremony where puny gods, by the way. Yeah, they're puny, pretty, puny gods again. Those are some pr- really puny gods. Yeah, in that they're, they're getting smacked. Off. Well, I don't understand this. Well, I do understand. We've talked about this in the puny gods episode. Uh-huh. Like my perspective on God and my perspective on when people call things gods. It's just like. What's, what's with all this contending with gods and, like, fist fighting with gods? Well, for what it's worth, in Egyptian culture and history, their mythology has to do with many gods, mm-hmm. many deities, mm-hmm. and all of them are fallible and vulnerable, and they quarrel with one another. Hmm. They are ostensibly superhuman. Okay. And it is their struggle that influences humans right so they're not necessarily more noble than people but they are more powerful than people Mm -hmm. whatever this 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 is and you know what let me take that back i didn't say whatever as in to dismiss all of egyptian culture which is prized and sacred and important but that is the context that is laid out for egyptian people also i don't think they were white I don't think they were white, and I do take... You don't think the Egyptians are white? I don't think the Egyptians are white. I'm pretty sure their gods weren't white. I take offense to the fact that they say their gods, the super powerful versions, are white people because everybody is bowing down to these white people. And the whitest people. I've never seen anyone whiter than these people. (laughs) The, the gods on this stage in this the, like celebration in the beginning of this film, the whitest folks I've ever seen. Well, they, they did have some brown folks in there, and I didn't even understand them to be gods at first. I think one of them was the, 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 the one who was riding a snake. But even, was she a god or was she like a servant? She was a demigod of some variety. I'm really like confused. Cool, I was really confused. Don't know. And it, I don't know her name. I don't remember anybody's name, which is a shame because mm-hmm. I'm sure they used a lot of names that are actually taken from Egyptian culture. Mm-hmm. I don't remember their names. But that's, I mean, that's, that's what whitewashing is. That's what cultural appropriation is. It's taking things from a culture, um, plagiarizing it like you did it. Yeah. You know, now appreciating things from a different culture, I think that's definitely what's up. I think culture is something that we share and we all get a chance to participate in. I think the problem comes when you take something and claim it as though it's yours. Like you did it. Like you came up with it. And you just kind of like package it in a way that presents it as, oh, majority culture made everything cool. Yeah. And it's like, no, majority culture, white people did not make everything that is cool. You know? And even when media presents things as though the whole world is full of white people. Yeah. Everybody doing anything good is white. Everybody doing anything awesome or of, of value or of worth or, or of notability is white. Right. Like, that's extremely offensive to me. Right. It's extremely frustrating to me. Like, I, we have something we're going to talk about on um, the next episode of Kampuk Junto, which is um, the rumors about the casting of Danny Rand, Iron Fist. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll tell you, I mean, it, I'm, I'm, I'm hurt like hurt is 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 the word that I want to use. Like 
it's weird. I don't even really know understand how to explain what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But I feel like when you're a little kid and someone calls you a name, mm-hmm. that's how I feel. I feel hurt. Like I, I look at the TV and I go, really? And you were saying this is your response to seeing someone cast for a role and that person has to always be white. Yeah, I've, I've, I, I look at the TV, I look at commercials, I look at, and I'm like, this is what you think of the world. Yeah. This is what you're promoting. And it hurts me. Like, it really hurts my feelings. Yeah. You know what I mean? It doesn't surprise me, but it hurts me. And I, watching, watching, watching Gods of Egypt, part of it was, it hurt me. It was yeah. kind of like, man, this is, this is really unfortunate. Yeah, when we take a moment to think about it, it's a little disturbing to think that I'm able to suppress my feelings about the fact that this entire movie is whitewashed and say, okay, I understand that. That is a huge problem, but I'm going to get past it and I'm going to see the movie and then I'm going to rank the movie whether or not it was a good film, right? On the merit of its being made and the quality of it and the story mm-hmm. and the characters and the acting. Yeah. It, it, it is such a bummer and a, and a disturbing one to say I am capable of looking at whitewashing and being able to get past it. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying that as a person who has not really thought hard about this, but in the context of Gods of Egypt, yeah. it is very funny to think about how bad this movie was. Yeah. And it was bad. Very, very Don't bad. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy talking about how rough it was. This experience that you and I are sharing right now, Octavius, is, is very enjoyable. But it really bums me out to think in order to get to the part where I watched the movie, I had to, at some point in time, be okay with the fact that it was whitewashed. Mm-hmm. That primarily all of the Egyptians, all of the Africans, all of the ancient civilization, all of the main pre-white people yeah. characters were all super glossy, pearlescent white. Right? And then I get past that and see the movie. Now I gotta sit and think, what the, what the hell? Like, mm-hmm. Why is that possible? Yeah. And I'll tell you why it's possible. In my opinion, it's because it's so. It, it's because it's so uh, prevalent. What's because the, it's just what's normal. So like whiteness is the standard. That wh- it, whiteness in the context of media, movies, TV mm-hmm. shows, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, any stories in the mainstream. Yeah. It, it's just the standard. Yeah. So it's not difficult to get over. It's not difficult to get over that obstacle because, well, I'm just used to this. Yeah. That sucks. That sucks more than the movie because that sucks in a way that, unfortunately, I am almost complicit toward that. When you say complicit, how do you mean? I mean that I... Are you numb or are you complicit? I am I'm a little bit of both. I'm, because I'm so used to seeing this as often as we see this, yeah. I am able to brush it off. Mm-hmm. And brushing it off, and not having, like, if I'm not having a conversation like this one right now, yeah. then I'm not contending with that fact, right. drawing attention to that, and pointing out loudly, this is a problem. Does anybody else think this is a problem? Because we should talk about how this is a problem. Yeah, yeah. I don't do this podcast every time I see a whitewashed film, TV show, read a book where all yeah. the characters had to be white, yeah. right? I don't do that. So I say complicit in the sense that I've become numb to it because it's so normal. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, 
just kind of sank down. It was like, okay. Yeah. And I think that it's not just you. If I am honest, there's a long time that I've been disconnected from how whitewashed things are. Mm-hmm. And me as a black man, I am have become and am becoming and continue to become more and more and more aware. Mm-hmm. More and more aware. Absolutely. I am aware. I'm, I, I, I feel like I'm very aware. But it's hitting me different every day. Yeah. It's like a different angle. You know, it's a different perspective. It's a different clarity. That, and like I said, man, it's like, it's really like hurting my feet. Like, and I'm not even so much like I want to punch somebody in the face. I just kind of like want to cry. Yeah. It's just really like, man, I want to have kids. I want to raise them. And I want them to be able to believe that they can be this. They can mm-hmm. be that. They can do this. They can do that. Like, I want them to see their ethnicity, mm-hmm. their story, their skin color, their background celebrated and lifted up as something of value, mm-hmm. not something that is non-existent. And I don't want them to live in a world where their ethnicity, their background, their heritage is something that they don't even know exists. Mm-hmm. They don't even know that they are black and that means something. Yeah. Everybody's not white, son or daughter. All good guys and all bad guys and all people in media aren't white. Like, that's not the truth. It's a lie. And I think that's the thing that's, like, bothering me. It's like, you're lying. You are lying. Yeah. Everybody's not white. Like, and everyone who's doing dope stuff is not you know what I mean? And when you do see people of color, you see them in particular perspectives. Yeah. You see them in particular roles and characters. Yeah. You see certain things that are going on. Even when you start looking at, like, characters, like, and this isn't just ethnicity. This is, this is sex. Mm-hmm. This is sexual orientation. Mm-hmm. Like, all these stories need to be told. Like I've said many times, everybody's not a white straight male. Yeah. And it's frustrating. And it's hurtful. You know, and sometimes you just want to be like, man, like, like, why do y'all just disrespect us like this? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Why? Why not do it right? And I understand, and I can put myself in the mindset and go, well, we're trying to sell to a certain demographic and we want to do things that we think are going to work and yada, 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 yada. But at the same time, it's like, when, when do you say, but that's not right though? Yeah. I I think it's, I think it's worth saying that's not right and then having a conversation like this one about why it's not right Mm -hmm. and then trying to find ways to boost your voice or boost someone else's voice who would be able to have an influence over the people who make these decisions movie makers yeah and people in hollywood We, we will probably get into this conversation on wednesday but this falls directly in line with everything that happened at the Oscars this year. Yep. And the Oscars happened last night, and Chris Rock and his opening monologue Mm -hmm. was so on point. Was so hilarious. It was very funny (laughs) and deeply disturbing. How so? He didn't pull punches. No. He did not pull punches. He came at people's neck. And the reason I say deeply disturbing, I I say that as a, a merit to his ability to not water it down, mm-hmm. to present jokes that include punchlines that should make people cringe and hurt a little bit. Because, and that's what a good that's what a good comedian does. A good comedian connects with something inside of the audience that goes, 
Mm-hmm. Ooh, it's funny because it's true. But ooh, it hurts. But it's killing me. Am inside. I supposed to laugh at this or or like that? I'm just gonna keep a stone face because I don't even know how to respond. Mm-hmm. Like I saw a lot of people who were laughing and kind of like covering their face mm-hmm. and like looking away, you know. And it's like because you know that comedy allows you to speak truth in a way that takes a little bit of the sting off of it so you can actually let it, let it kind of like get in like a Trojan horse. Yeah. But when it gets there, hey, it's that's like, a oh my analogy. gosh, what did I just let in? That's a good analogy because then you need to sit with it. You got to right? deal with it. And I notice a lot of people online, now we're talking about the Oscars. I notice a Go lot of people it. online here now. Uh, who had a difficult time with his jokes and they would say, I can't believe he, he joked about slavery, and I can't believe he joked about people being lynched mm-hmm. and, and, and black people and people of color being raped and lynched. Mm-hmm. can't believe that wasn't a joke. And I think it's important that he used that vessel, that he used humor as a Trojan horse, to use your words, mm-hmm. to get that into your system for you to chuckle and be like, oh, why no, 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 why does that hurt? Funny. Why does that hurt? Yeah. And I think that that's why I said disturbed, because there were a lot of times where I was laughing real hard and then thinking, God, I'm glad he used those words, Mm -hmm. because now I need to deal with how truly terrible that is. Yeah. He didn't, he didn't water that down at all. So Chris Rock, I know you're listening to the show. I hey, really Chris, appreciate thanks it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. I knew you had thanks a long night. review as well. Yeah, that, the five-star review and that, that lengthy review, that was great. You're a really, good dude, man. Appreciate great material that. all the way around. You're probably tired. You had a long night last night. But thanks for, thanks for tuning in, though. Appreciate it. I, I, I'll catch you at uh, Gods of Egypt at some point in time. I, I know yeah, you let got us know, tickets Let us that. know what you think about that. Um, Chris Rock did a great job. And what he asked for or demanded, I should say, last night during the Oscars, is more opportunities for people of color. More opportunities. Yeah. Just the opportunity to be in the process, to be in the movie, to be considered for the role. Sure. So when I walk into Gods of Egypt, knowing what I know about it, knowing about the controversy of all of these white actors and actresses playing the part of it's Egyptians. so freaking frustrating. Like, <sighs> it makes me wonder this. It it's, makes me wonder it makes this, me Octavius. So mad, you know? It makes me wonder is there any possibility in which there was a message that could have been tied to this that would have made me all right with it? What if the director was trying to make a statement, a really hard, crass, bold statement on exactly what he had done? But he's not trying to But make he it. didn't. He's not trying to but make it. But he statement. didn't. And I, I left that space open for myself probably as a means to calm myself. Okay. Right? As a means to say, like, okay, hold on. Don't judge. Maybe that opportunity is going to be shown to you. Maybe that message will be taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. Aren't you going to be impressed? And aren't you going to be happy that you didn't judge it first? No. No, 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 no. What the director say? Didn't happen. It did that absolutely. Unless I missed something, because I can't remember any of the characters' names. Yeah. So, look, possible that I missed something. Nah. Jones. Unless I missed something, I was not present. And when you have Jeffrey Rush, the whitest person on the earth, playing Ra, 
the God of the Sun, and he's chilling on a space boat. Space boat in space. the space ocean. Space waters. And he evolves like a Pokemon into a taller version a of tall himself. Space cap. Space pirate captain. Pew, pew, pew. Zaps a big. Shoots a giant space worm. Worm of chaos in space. This freaking thing out of here. And I'm thinking, what does this. What, what does this even have what, to do with anything? What, 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 what? Who gave you the reins? To, who gave you the keys to this car? Turn around. Hey, and who's the who's the main who's the uh Eyeless Eyeless Bull? What's his name? Uh that's Horus. Horus, right? Jamie from Game of Thrones. So or uh Nicolaj Coster Waldo. I'm, I will never I say know, that. Whatever bull name, name is. No. So how about this is even a point where we turn to each other and we're like, what? So this whole situation, he can't transform into his <laughs> other version so that he can fight. He's got two versions. He's got his like regular dude version where he just Ten looks foot like version. Yeah, you know, super muscle bound Eyeless greasy, Joe version. Uh Eyeless Joe. And then he has his robot bird version. Robot bird version. Why why can't he not turn into the robot bird? So he goes all the way up to the space ocean to talk to space pirate pops. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I mean? Because he's trying to get his robot bird uh powers back. And, and he's like, oh, Horace, so nice to see. Oh, hey, hold on just a gotta, second. You got to shoot this worm right quick. And with, <laughs> like, hold on. with, with the urgency of someone Son, who. Son, sit down. Now, sit down. Now, I got to shoot the worm. You know what I got to do. You can't be here disturbing me. <laughs> he had the exact you mannerisms. You man, man in here, man, man. Get out of my seat now. Get out of space, man, man. Put your space. Hey, put your shoes back put on. Put your shoes on. With the exact Wrong same mannerisms of a person who hears the stove go off and say, oh, hey, hold on. Let me just go get that out of the, the oven. Let me go shoot the space giant worm that's coming to eat the whole world. Homie, what? 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 So he, he goes up there, deals with that, comes back. And what? The girl said something to him? Like the girl he was like in love with? And then comes to find out, oh, I just had to believe. And now I can turn into a space to a space robot. Yeah, so he he couldn't turn into a robot and fly because <laughs> he didn't because believe. he didn't have his eyeballs. And then he's like, "Oh, nuts! It wasn't actually my eyeballs the whole time. It was because I didn't believe." So now he can turn into a space robot huh? and fly around and beat up Gerard Butler from Three Hundred. Let's talk about Gerard Butler. Gerard Butler from Three Hundred is playing the role of Set, the the uh, uncle. Hey, Internet, He's listen, if you're having a hard time following us, it's not because we're not doing a good job. It's incomprehensible. It's because, you know, trying to make sense out of something that don't make sense don't make sense. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, Set is played by Gerard Butler, and Set is the uncle of Horace, Eyeless Joe, a.k.a. Horace. Right. And Set is like, hey, Horace, congratulations. You're going to be the king of Egypt? That's yeah. so dope. Congrats. Yeah. Um, check this out for Brought a second. for you. Split out! Kills his Brother? It's it's Horace's dad. Gerard Butler's character kills his brother, who is Eilis Joe's father. Yes, yes, yes. Kills him and then says, I'm going to be the king. I'm going to be Egypt president King of Zamunda. That's me. Look at me. That's my Look at me. So I am the king of Egypt now. Then he decides that Set wants to just go on a chaos killing spree and destroy everything. Here's a moment that I had a very, very difficult time with. Tell me. He, he, he goes and flies back to his homestead where his wife is chilling and beats up his wife. For what? For what? Her wings. 
and ta- he it, he takes his wing her wings off, and only at the end of the movie do you realize, oh, okay, he's like taking Co- apart all the other gods so he can form Ultra Voltron gods. Yeah, he's creating he's like, a Megazord. Uh, he's God. creating a Megazord exactly. And he's like, yo, Horace, give me them eyeballs, son. Yo, let me and get he, that brain. One he, black. He guy. takes that, and then the one black guy, Chadwick Boseman, who plays Thoth, uh, the god of wisdom, hey. with with. I'm, I'm saying this as a person who was surprised by it. Maybe the most ridiculous accent I've ever heard in a Worse movie. Worse than Will Smith's accent in Concussion. Oh. Tell the truth. Thoth. Thoth. Th- it, that's hard to say even. It was a really, really bad was accent. was not good. It was bad. Uh, he was the one. He, he, he can duplicate himself. So there are lots of black people on 100. <laughs> Look, this is the part where there are a lot of black people in the movie. They they talk to him because he's the god of Egypt and he's got a god big old, of wisdom or something. Like yeah, that. the god of wisdom, and he could figure out this special the Sphinx's like, riddle. Except he didn't. <sighs> Hold up, he did not. They go to see the Sphinx and the Sphinx is freaking out and telling uh, riddles while it's attacking them. And Thoth couldn't figure it out. And guess who figures it out? Oh, the little white kid. The little white kid had to do the job that the black god couldn't do. Huh? This know, is man. about the part where I think my soul started leaving my body. Yeah, I, I was like, again, all, uh, again, internet, you might be listening to this going, they're all over the place. Yeah. The movie's all over the place. We're just like giving you the commentary and trying to make sense of it. But even going all the way back, like I said initially, what did I get out of this? I got that, you know hatred you know covetousness it's gonna cause beef within the family yes at the end of the day you can have everything and still have nothing yes you know that's a good point if you had everything he had the eyes he had the brain he had the his wife's it was the wizard of oz yo tell me more he he only needed a brain (laughs) (laughs) no i'm just kidding it's not the wizard of oz yeah um but yeah you know he said the eyes the brain the wings. Wings. Like, was it the heart, too? Something else. Uh, I don't yeah. know. Is that, like, I don't know what it was. But anyway, but the whole point being, you're going to have beef if you have beef with inside of you. If you have issues with inside of you, it doesn't matter how much stuff you get. You're still going to want more. Yeah. And it's still going to lead you on a destructive path, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, again, like you asked me back on the Puny Gods episode, do I see a represent, representation of God like I see it, like I know God? Mm-hmm. I, not in this movie. Mm-hmm. You know, a God that is doing um, things for his glory and for your good, like, I don't see that. A God that's unchallengeable, that's un, you know, contendable, that at the end of the day is all-knowing all power like i don't i don't see that in here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i see lowercase g mm-hmm. you know i see they, hey look there were a lot of lowercase g's in this movie lowercase g's there are a lot of lowercase g's in this movie yeah so i mean that's what i got out of it like and that's me that that and i don't even think that's the point they were trying to make but i think that's the movie that I just made. I think I'm giving it more credit than actually I, I think so. I think so. I, th- I feel like... That's the best that I can get. Like, remember you said we like, we can't just trash this movie for, for an hour? Well, we're 40 minutes in. We walked in. And I feel like I'm done. Uh, uh, we, we, we get inside of the car. After seeing this film, we get inside of the car. We're sitting down. Both of us, like, heavy sigh. A heavy sigh. Like, <sighs> we just went through that. Mm-hmm. And I turned to Octavius and I said, 
we can't just trash it for 60 minutes. We can't just trash it. Mm-hmm. And Octavius took a beat of silence before responding to me and said, Oh, yes, we can. <laughs> That's about right. That is about right. I'll, I, I do want to say uh, Anubis looked pretty cool. Whatever was going on with Anubis, mm-hmm. Anubis looked pretty cool. Okay. And that is standout because the CG and the effects in this movie were really bad. Awful. They, this was like Mortal, worse than video games. Mortal yeah. Kombat 2 Total Annihilation, the direct to DVD sequel of the film. Man. It was, that was a better looking CG experience. This was a bad looking movie. Yeah. This was a really bad looking movie. And most of it was CG, so there's really no avoiding it. You yeah. know what? It, it actually kind of had that same CG that you would see in a really crappy arcade game. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like ro- roller coaster simulators. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything yeah, looked yeah, like yeah. it was a roller coaster simulator. Yes, yes. Yeah. It was looking like that, real shiny, not a lot of texture, real metallic. Right. And everything looked real rough. And. One of the things that I had an issue with immediately was the the woman who played the role Zaya. Oh yeah, you were talking about this. Yeah, okay. Offline. So Zaya was played by Courtney Eaton or Aiton. I, I don't know how to say her name. And Zaya is the girlfriend of Beck, the main character, who neither of us knew his name. No. Zaya is the girlfriend. Two major issues. One, Zaya has no role other than being real hot. Real hot. And seeing this in IMAX almost made me uncomfortable because her dress was dipping so low. And I thought, I'm, I, everyone in here knows I'm a pervert now. Everyone knows. <laughs> you because feel like I just broadcasted your brain on the right. screen. Right. And then meanwhile, we got the security guy in the back. And I'm, trying to, I'm trying to turn my head. I'm like, no, I just want to be respectful. That's all. Uh, so Zaya, Look at it. Zaya is a beautiful young woman, and she's put in a lot of outfits that are incredibly revealing. And that is not inherently a problem other than the fact that I think that was her sole purpose. And that's not fair. That's not fair. She didn't have any character. She had no drive. Yeah, they, 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 there was really no... They really gave her... Like, I mean, you know what? Honestly, Adam... This I'm I'm tired of talking about this movie. Well, so the reason that I'm I tired of talking up, about this movie because I'm just now I'm like checking out. The I'm reason like, that I bring this up, and yeah. th- there's a particular reason I bring this up. Zaya, Zaya's plot arc is that she is killed. She straight up dies, uh-huh. and then she becomes the only motivation for our main character Beck, this like little thief dude, mm-hmm. to roll with the gods and get Zaya. Get Zaya, come back to life. Break death, bring her back to life, right? Right. So here's the issue that I want to bring up right now, and I think this is a genuine problem that is worth addressing. Are you familiar with the woman in the refrigerator trope? Never heard of that terminology before. All right. Women in refrigerators is a trope from the late 90s, maybe the early aughts. Okay. And this started from a a comic book in which a woman is killed or harmed and that becomes the motivating factor of the main character of the protagonist okay you kill my woman i'm coming after you okay and that means that that the only reason that that woman was put in the role was to sacrifice her Hmm. the only job she serves is to die or be maimed right so someone else will save the day right right Mm, that is so not cool 
That is so not cool. We are beyond. We've, we've seen that in lots of movies. Everything, yeah. everything. And now, when, once you know about it, you notice it all the time. Mm. And this is something that actually, like, now that like, you bring it up, yeah. Now that you say that out loud and describe it and give it like a, a name and a definition, I'm like, is that like every movie from the '90s? Yeah. Like every. Yeah. Every movie. Well, I'm like, a, a, when a princess is captured, right? And someone yeah. is, is in, in danger and you got to go save the princess. What's right. the princess doing the whole time? Nothing, Mario just Brothers. suffering, right? Mario Brothers. Yeah. I'm like, unfortunately, Princess Peach was a woman in the refrigerator, hmm. right? She, she's captured. She's kidnapped okay. by Koopa. And that is Freaking the Koopa. primary drive for the good guys mm-hmm. to do the job. Now, right? is this all a bad thing, or is there? I, like- I feel like everything in in balance, everything in moderation. There yeah. is absolutely a time and a place when it makes sense to say, "Look, I just want to save the person who I love." Yeah, because I, just, I think there's honorable. That's honorable. One hundred percent. You know the 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 we've seen. You know, someone come to the rescue of the person in need, whether it's be the man to the child, whether it be the woman to the child, whether it be, yes. uh, you know, the uh, man to the woman. Like we've seen this lots of times. We but don't really to, see we don't really see woman saving the man. That it's rare. Oh, wh- how about uh, Mad Max Fury Road? Mad Max Fury Road was a brilliant example of doing the opposite of right. women in refrigerator. Because if it wasn't for her, like. Yeah, Tom Furiosa saves everybody. Yeah, everybody. She, she yeah. was awesome. Yeah, that's so awesome. So the thing Actually, about bring it up, yeah. women in refrigerators as as a trope, it's it's negative only because oh, it, the the woman in question is killed, maimed, or depowered. Okay, which means of those things happening, now that person is powerless mm-hmm. and usually just doesn't serve any role in the film or the game or whatever. Yeah, yeah. other than just suffering. Right, and that means they're not written to do anything other than suffer. Mm-hmm. So they're treated like it, it, a token, okay, like just a like an item. And that was taking place this entire time with Zaya, beautiful, gorgeous. I wish I could turn the other way because I'm feeling a little creepy right now, Zaya, because mm-hmm. she's literally killed and sent to the Hades or uh, the sent road, to the underworld, the road to Hades or whatever. Yeah, uh, she's she has sent to. Uh, chill with Anubis and wait in line. Like, basically huh? the worst DMV of all time. So she was at the Comic-Con convention waiting she to get into to a, a death panel? Going to a death panel. <laughs> oh, gosh. And and the entire drive for Beck, our, our very forgettable, boring protagonist, is... Who, who magically has amazing parkour skills. Yeah, super parkour. And can, like, outrun 10-foot, like... Gods yeah. and super snakes. Zaya d- didn't do anything dope, and it's because they made her be dead the whole time. Mm-hmm. She was either sexy or dead and sexy. That's look. It's 2016. Not okay. We are past that. So that is a problem, and that's an issue because now I'm in the situation where I'm like, but that actress was real hot though. And then I'm thinking, but that actress is always going to get cast as being real hot. Though. We had Elodie Young. Elodie who's, Young was who's, who's Hathor, right? Yes. Yeah. And she's also playing Electra. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was excited to see her. So she, she had some cool things going on. You know, she, there, there were some interesting moments with Hathor. Although there are also a lot of times when uh, sex was used as a, like mm-hmm. her thing. She's like, yeah, well, I'm the goddess of love. Yeah. I have sex with everybody. Right. And while I think that is like, that's cool, 
own your your thing. That's your thing. I think there were a lot of times where they used it as if it were a negative thing. How you mean? Like there were a lot of times where it was used almost as if it was a joke. It was like, well, I have sex with a lot of people. I'm the god of love. What do you want me to do? That's what hmm. I do. And then they would present it in a way that was supposed to be like, ha, look at this. Look at her. She's loose. And that's not cool. Like she, I, I wanted to see her do cool stuff and own her stuff. And it was almost always a direct reflection of uh, our main dude, Jamie Lannister, being pissed. He was like, yeah, but I love you. I'm pissed about it. Just let uh, let this let, whole thing. Let's let this movie go. I hope. Let's end this. I hope. I'm ready. Listeners, I am ready to put this movie away. I hope our listeners listened to this episode in the trash receptacle before bringing this up as a date night idea. Young sir, sir, listen to me. Listen to what I'm telling you. You're thinking. Yeah, girl, you know what I'm saying? We about to go out, watch a little movie. You know, we'll grab something to eat beforehand. You know, I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to get some popcorn. Of course you can get some butter on the popcorn, girl. Get you a smoothie. You know what I mean? I got you. Get you some napkins. Let me get that off your cheek right there, girl. We about to go watch Gods of Egypt. You was good until you said Gods of Egypt, player. <laughs> about to mess your whole situation up. Do not go see Gods of Egypt. Uh-huh. Keep your money in your pocket. Yeah. We saw it for free, and we almost walked out. Internet. Listen to what I just said to you. We watched it for free in IMAX 3D, and we almost walked out. Yes, we did. That should let you know how we feel about it. Yeah. And we're mad about the gas and the drive up there to get into the movie theater. And we got caught in a... There's a thunderstorm. It's raining really hard. We, we're, we, we're, I'm thinking, we're in the car driving mm-hmm. through this thunderstorm. Mm-hmm. There are tree branches through the road. And I'm I was thinking, like, if I get stuck out here for gods of Egypt, I'm telling you, yeah. if this is what happens, all because of white gods of Egypt, I'm going to be mad. Yeah, I'll be mad too. This is not how I wanted to go out. We're not Octavius, go, we're this not is not how like I wanted this. to go out. But God brought us through. Yeah. Brought us through. Yeah. We made it home. And we're here talking to you about it now. Can't wait until Gods of Egypt 2. So excited to talk about Gods of Egypt, uh, Age of Cybertron. That's going to be dope. <laughs> I, I know they're going to fix all these problems. They're going to put some te- Teenage Ninja Mutant Turtles in there. Oh, my god! They got Michael Bay's on this. I know Michael. You know who they got for uh, set in this next one? Kevin Hart. Uh, Kevin Hart, <laughs> he's coming in. As, First of all, as, I don't understand why everybody in here is white, okay? So if we're going to have this movie by Gods of Egypt, get the camera out my face. Turn it off, okay? Why am I a robot, uh-huh, okay? Why is my robot got to be black? Matter yeah. of fact, I'm off this. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this with y'all. No, he's doing right along for Yeah. Yeah. Gods of Egypt I said was a bad if movie. Kevin Hart's in the movie, I'm going to go see it. If Kevin Hart is in Gods of Egypt too, you know what would be funny, though? You know how they do the spoof movies? Yeah. You know, if they did like... You mean like Fifty Shades of Black? Right. But if they be... did a spoof of Ooh. this and made fun of the fact about how bad these whitewashed movies are. That. Did yeah, I just oh. give away my idea for free? You, you did, first of all. So we're just going to bleep out Trademark, that entire... Trademark, that's mine. That's mine. That's you, mine. Look, listeners, if you just heard... That's mine. Uh, about two and a half minutes of bleep noise, that's because a very good idea is coming your way into IMAX 3D... <laughs> K-O-P-P-A. Right. Uh, I would see that. I would see that. That would be just about the only time you can this get me summer. to see the uh, the parody of another In movie. IMAX 3D. Uh-huh. 
What's God. it called? What's it called? A whitewash. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> cool. This time, they're white. Uh, I think it's called uh, Africa 3D Adventure. And it's what? a real Africa movie about African people in Egypt. And it's in 3D. And all the CG is like a roller coaster from an arcade. So it's like Africa 3D Adventure Roller Coaster Simulator. I would see that. Let's stop this. I'm in. Let's, let the people know what they can find you on the internet. I'm done. I'm done. I'm off of this. <laughs> and Jeffrey Rush is raw. I'm done. Let's go. All right. Let's end this. All right. I've given it everything I have. We saw this movie, so you did not have to. Just like Jay-Z sold drugs, so you don't got to sell drugs. Oh, that's nice of him. You know? Yeah. Okay. So we did this. So you ain't got to go through that. You want to give this a score? Let's say, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give this, give this a score. How do you measure it? Trash. <laughs> You know, like when you see the trash truck come through uh-huh. and they got that like liquid that's swishing around in the bottom of the trash, uh-huh. trash truck juice. No. That's what I give it. No. Garbage. No. You don't know what I'm talking about? No, I just don't like that. It's trash. I don't like that It's at not all. a good movie. Don't waste your time. Yeah. Yeah. This was a harrowing experience. This, this whole thing right now was a harrowing experience, but we got this. We, we, we got through this entire podcast without losing ourselves yeah i like to think that i know myself better now thank you gods of egypt nah (laughs) nah oh let's end on this before we walked into the theater we got a sheet of temporary tattoos that's cool and on the sheet was stapled a, a small piece of paper and it says thanks so much for seeing gods of egypt hi max 3d please let us know what you think octavius what you think trash yeah, it was trash. That was that was a big old pile of trash. I'm done, man. That's it. I'm done with this. Take us home. Where can they find you on the internet, Adam? You can find me and my controversial opinions about gods of Egypt on Twitter and on Instagram under the same name, at Adam Teterus, A-D-A-M-T-E-T-E-R-U-S. Uh, you can also find one of my projects. This is a like a creative writing project uh, online. I hope this is a little bit better quality than Gods of Egypt. I don't know. I hope so. You can find that. It's a newspaper that I write for called Dark Matter Sequential, and that is www.darkmattersequ.com. Octavius. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, at Octavius A. Newman. That's O-C-T-A-V-I-U-S-A-N-E-W-M-A-N. You can hit me up there. Chat with me. Thank you for all the guys that have been tweeting. Uh, You know, I really appreciate talking back and forth with you guys. Looking forward Mm -hmm. to hearing what you guys thought about Gods of Egypt. I saw a lot of memes that said, when you find out Gods of Egypt flopped and it has Michael Jackson dancing in the Remember the Time video or has (laughs) Prince Hakeem drinking out of a golden chalice, Uh golden uh, cup or something like that. Not enough Prince Hakeem in this movie. Yeah. So, yeah, hit me up there. Let me know what you thought of the movie. Um, This podcast is a product of Bear Fruit. You can follow Bear Fruit on Twitter and Instagram at B3ARFRUIT. Go to bearfruit.com, sign up for the newsletter, check out our other podcast, The Beautiful Struggle. Um, you can also go to our storefront from there, or you can go to bearfruit.merchline.com, check out our merch. Um, 
Send us emails if you have questions or feedback. Comic book junto, J U N T O, at bearfruit.com. That's B 3 A R F R U I T. Um, you can use hashtag comic book junto to keep the conversation going. Um, what else we got? I'm going to end this on a quote from a review site. This is Review for Gods of Egypt. Okay. Okay. Reviewer says, nope. <laughs> that's the whole, that's it. That's the whole review. All right. That's nope. a great way to end it. Mm-hmm. Until next time. Peace. Oh, oh, oh.